Greetings, hempsters. Thank you so much for tuning in to another hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. Tyler Hemp here, your hemptrepreneurial host, here to hemp power and hemp educate your hemposphere because it's important for food, homes, clothing, energy, healing, and so much more. And on today's hemp educational show, I have special guest Jean Jones with the Florida Industrial Hemp Conference and Expo. And I had a great call with him about a week ago. And what he shared with me was very inspiring and was the foundation of why he, along with his life partner, Dana Jones, have uh, you know been putting these events on for the last three years. And I look forward to sharing with you what he's doing to market his brand and some of the amazing benefits of attending the Industrial Hemp Conference uh, that they've been putting on in Orlando, Florida. Uh, but before we dive into our conversation, I want to remind you that HempAware uh, you know, we understand how hemp entrepreneurs and hemp companies can get distracted with all the hemp opportunities and different tactics out there for marketing your business. And with over 18 years of experience in both industrial hemp as well as marketing and branding, we're ideally positioned to help you succeed with hemp. And we'd be honored to talk to you about your goals. Uh, you can visit hempaware.com and just schedule a free demo call and we can talk about how to help you accomplish your hemp goals. So in the spirit of also supporting you on your hemp entrepreneurial journey, I'm honored and delighted to introduce you to Jean Jones of the Florida Industrial Hemp Conference and Expo. So thank you so much for being on the show today, Jean. Oh, absolutely. It's a pleasure to be here. Right on. So would you mind sharing a little bit about your background and what led you up to creating such an important conference for the hemp industry there in Florida? Yeah, sure, Tyler. Actually, my uh, my my main hat that I wear on a day-in, day-out uh, basis is I run a nonprofit that assists industry in the waste arena, uh, recycling, waste management. I've uh, been doing that since 1981. And uh, we kind of act like a matchmaker, putting waste generators in touch with waste users. Um, as part of that role, we conduct conferences in the environmental sector. And I happen to have a good friend uh, by the name of Ron Watson. And unfortunately, Ron's son, seven years old, came down with leukemia. And Ron lost his boy uh, because of it. But um, through the tribulations that Ron went through to try to ease the pain of his son, he realized that, you know, medical cannabis was something that uh, bought, brought relief and, uh, you know, to folks that have leukemia, kids that have it. And so uh, one day Ron and I were talking. Um, he, he basically quit his job. He was lobbying for an orthopedic um, association here in the state of Florida quit his job and decided that he was going to lobby for medical cannabis here in the state. And one day Ron and I were just chatting real quick and, and I told him that I don't know anything about medical cannabis, but I know how to run a conference. And if you ever want to run one, I'd be happy to do that. That was six years ago. Um, three years ago, as a spinoff of that, I recognized when the state of Florida passed their, their hemp bill, that that was going to be the next phase. Um, in fact, in seeing that, in seeing the interest in that whole arena, you know, it immediately uh, came to the, the fruition for me that this is going to be a pretty big, big industry at some point. And so mm -hmm. I, I jumped in wholehearted 
um, to try to bring education and to foster the networking and infrastructure development uh, for the industry here in the state of Florida. So that's kind of how we got started, um, you know, the relationship with it and, and getting involved in cannabis um, and, and the shift from the medical side into the industrial and the cannabinoids. Mm-hmm. And that is a lot of times how people are introduced to hemp is through the cannabis plant and the more medical or recreational side of things. And it, it, it's, um, it's a gateway drug in the most positive sense of the word. And then it leads you on to seeing that hemp is a solution for so many of today's problems. And I think it's so important that you're putting on this type of event because education is, is the foundation of any well-informed consumer group and, and so, and, and industry. So I, I really appreciate what you're doing. Um, but I wanted to ask, why do you feel it's, it's so important to be supporting hemp farmers and, and hemp entrepreneurs with an event such as this? Well, you've kind of touched on it. It's education. So it's not just education of the general public. It's education for the industry. All right. So here you have a state that with, with you know, within the last three years have decided that you know, we're moving forward with, with hemp. So you have a lot of, uh, to be quite frank about it, a lot of uneducated people here in the state um, that mm-hmm. hear this term uh, industrial hemp and they got curiosity, right? And so mm-hmm. uh, in order to move forward, uh, especially from a business perspective, um, you need education. You need to know what to do, what not, and probably more importantly, what not to do in this arena. Otherwise, mm-hmm. you know, folks are going to waste a lot of money uh, getting involved in this. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's been an educational standpoint to learn, you know, from the cannabinoid side on into the, uh, uh, you know, the industrial hemp side, the differences between those particular segments of the industry. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So of all the different products that you've seen on the market, what would you say are some of your favorite hemp products that you've experienced or seen? Um, on, on the industrial side or the cannabinoid side? Um, either or. or okay. maybe a little All bit right. Well, let me just kind of, mm-hmm. kind of throw out from, from what I've seen and from some of the events and where I see the opportunities uh, lie. And then specifically here for the state of Florida, where I think things are going to will eventually end up going. Um, you know, uh, today I just happened to attend uh, that we had another industrial uh, summit here in Tallahassee. It was called the 850 Industrial Hemp Summit. And mm. this is kind of a spinoff. Um, in the panhandle here in Florida, what, a couple of years ago, we had Hurricane Michael that came in, you will recall, the Category 5 storm, and it just devastated the panhandle between Panama City and, and Tallahassee. Uh, ruined a bunch of, of forest, pine forest. And mm-hmm. so there's there's an interest uh, within the economic development side to try to figure out, all right, we've lost all this pine forest. What are we going to have farmers do in the interim to try to make some income? And so there's been this dialogue uh, to try to, to foster the infrastructure of the industrial hemp industry here in, in the state, uh, in particular this particular region. And, you know, uh, some of the presenters that have come in to talk about this, and, and I know you will know a lot of them. You had Jeff Whaling come in today, uh, Jacob Waddell, 
uh, came in and, and talked about, you know, what is the, uh, you know, the opportunities for building with hemp. And that's one of the things that just kind of jumped out at me over the last couple, you know, day and a half of seeing the presentations. You know, when you run an event, sometimes I don't get a chance to sit in and listen to all the presentations because I'm running the show in the background. Uh, mm-hmm. But today I got to sit in the audience and listen. And it was it was very, very rewarding because it reminded me that what we are doing is extremely important in fostering the development of the industry. You got mm-hmm. you got to be able to grow, you got to be able to process, and you got to have an end market, uh, end product that you then you know take that material and, and do something with. So um, love to see what's going on with you know Hempcrete. Love to see what's going on with uh, you know some of the um, additional products. Uh, that are coming out of the industry and where this is all headed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm on the same page there. To me, the hemp building products, I think, is probably a exponentially larger industry than even the cannabinoid industry. Just you know, the sheer numbers as far as uh, building materials and, and building projects around the world, it's um, significantly substantial. And, and I think there's so much potential there. And just the idea of how many people are living in sick building syndrome, you know, with toxic building materials and easily molding materials, drywall and whatnot. It's just, it's just so exciting to, to see the progress. So I, I'm with you on, on that as well in terms of the building materials. Um, so yep. what would you say are, are some of the, the biggest challenges that you've run into when it comes to, you know, putting on a hemp event and how are you able to maybe overcome some of those challenges? Well, I, you know, again, it, it goes back to the educational side. Um, you know, one of the things when we bring people together to talk about this, because we do structure our, our events as industry-related events. So we're not, you know, some of the, the markets that, that take place in the shows that open up to the general public. Um, what we focus on is, is business development and infrastructure development for whatever segment that we're in, whether it's recycling or waste management or on the, the, the cannabis side, hemp side. Um, we're focusing on the business. We're focusing on that infrastructure development and the education aspect of it. The mm-hmm. challenge that I have seen uh, within the industry is being able to educate people of what hemp is, um, uh, compared to, uh, you know, some of the questions that you, you'll hear is, well, can you smoke it? You know, if we're talking about industrial hemp. And, and so you, you have that whole, whole process where you're trying to educate people what it is and what it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, some of the things that I'm seeing right now in the, the, the cannabinoid side, which can potentially cause a black eye on the industrial side is where cannabinoids are going through their being synthesized. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some concern there that uh, you know some of the uh, concern from legislators, and I know it's happened in other states where they, they will ban like Delta 8 as an example. That hasn't happened here in the state of Florida yet. Um, mm-hmm. But it does raise some issues that could potentially affect the, in, the industrial side, the grain and fiber. Right. For sure. So that further education is really the solution, not only the general public, but these legislators and public officials that uh, 
they may not understand the distinctions and coming up with yeah. regulations that are fair and equitable on all sides, obviously, yeah. is it, the goal. It, it's that, Tyler, and then it's, it's also, you know, on the building side, one of the bigger issues right now is adoption uh, into building codes with the products mm-hmm. that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, because those products do need to be researched. They do need to, you know, have a level of confidence of being able to, you know, document what it is, uh, the attributes for the, that particular product. Um, and I think, you know, the work, yep, and I think the work mm-hmm. that the U.S. Hemp Builders Association is doing is, is extremely important to help out in that, in that realm, as well as ASTM, if you're familiar with what ASTM is doing with some of their standards. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. So where would you say the, the hemp industry needs the most help? Obviously, we identified education, lack of information, but where would you say just in general, the market itself or hemp entrepreneurs, where, where do you see the most help that, that's required right now? Uh, from my perspective, it's going to be in the processing and the end market development. Um, mm-hmm. So you can grow hemp, but you better have an outlet for it. <laughs> Otherwise, you, you're growing a product without, you know, an end market without me, being able to make money. Mm-hmm. So I, I see what's desperately needed here in the state of Florida is processing capacity. So right. we need, and I'm going to talk a little bit on the on the fiber side. We need processors that can take the fiber and process it. Um, and turn it back into an end product that can then go into that building product or exactly. go into a, a um, you know, a, a fiber side that could be used for paper or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got to be able to have that processing side. Yeah. So this might answer my next question a little bit, but what would you say are some of the biggest opportunities or some of the lowest hanging fruits for for the hemp industry as a whole, or if someone is an investor or maybe an entrepreneur that wants to start getting into hemp, what what do you see are some of the lowest hanging fruits? Um, And I would say for those that are interested in getting involved in this sector, um, the the lowest hanging fruits, which uh, somebody can get into the market without a lot level of, of, uh, financial um, you know, output on their end is representing products that are made in the area. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll switch back over to the cannabinoid side. There's uh, a lady here in, in Tallahassee that started a, um, a cannabinoid store uh, solely focusing on cannabinoids, and, uh, and she's doing wonderful right now just in that market. She doesn't mm-hmm. manufacture anything. She doesn't white label anything. She's picked mm-hmm. up brand names that have name recognition um, and is, is marketing those products and doing quite well. Same That's thing can awesome. be done on the industrial hemp side. Um, I think there's an opportunity mm-hmm. to, to rep products that are made out of industrial hemp without being a manufacturer, without even being a farmer. Um, mm-hmm. you know, folks can get into this and, uh, and learn point. the process and move forward from there. Absolutely, yeah. So to kind of reiterate what you're saying, maybe uh, rather than considering 
creating your own company and starting from ground zero, maybe find some successful hemp brands out there that you can invest in or, or partner with in some respect, kind of speed yep. up the process. Absolutely. Great point. Absolutely. It's that all, you know, kind of like affiliation marketing where you, you represent, you work with a, a, a manufacturer or a distributor and, you know, create a relationship and, uh, strike an arrangement where maybe you, you buy it at wholesale or at a discounted price, and then you, you turn around and market the product um, and to create your revenue. So there, there's a lot of opportunity. Mm-hmm. For sure. So speaking of opportunity, where do you see the hemp industry, say, in the next three to five years? How do you see it different from today? Um, it is going to advance, It's uh, for sure. I don't think we're going to see a huge jump uh, within the next three years, but I think you will see gradually increase in the production. Um, and I, I personally, from my opinion, I don't think you're going to see a huge jump because we're not there yet on the building side. Um, I think we need those uh, adoptions from the building codes uh, to be able to incorporate uh, additional hemp products into the manufacturing of homes, whether it be residential mm-hmm. or commercial. Once that right. is established, you will then see some tremendous increases in, in, in the marketability of, of hemp here in the U.S. Most certainly. Yeah, once those certifications and standards are established, it will be a lot easier for others to develop specialized or unique products from, from that uh, yep. progress. I totally yep. agree. It, and that adoption takes time, and that's the problem. That's why I don't think we're going to see a huge jump. Um, mm-hmm. But where there might be other opportunities that it, that will come into fruition might be on the, you know, the seed side, um, even in mm-hmm. the production of you know biofuels. Um, right. I know there's some talk with with uh, some folks that have an interest in creating uh, you know biofuel plants that will be able to you know crack that seed and separate mm-hmm. out the oils and then further refine them into, um, you, know, uh, you know, biodiesel or, uh, you know, other uh, fuels that can be used to, to, to power cars or what have you. Mm-hmm. Certainly. So to get more into your actual event, what can your patrons expect, you know, when, when visiting the show? What's kind of a, what's that process look like or what, what would, could they expect to experience? Yeah, so the the way the the conference works, we've actually uh, the last couple of years we've done the the conference during the weekday. This year we're doing something a little bit different because in talking with some of the farmers, they had requested that perhaps we consider doing it over a weekend. So we're going to give it a try this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first day is Friday, May twentieth. We're starting off with a workshop focusing on the the nutritional and uh, uh, you know, medicinal side. So I'm calling this cannabinoid Friday. Um, And it's a workshop that's going to start in the afternoon. So we are going to address some of the cannabinoids and the benefits, the health and nutritional aspects of it uh, on that afternoon as a workshop. And then we move Mm -hmm. into um, Saturday, which is going to be more of an overview of what's going on here in the state of Florida from a regulatory perspective. Uh, where are we headed, challenges and solutions, and where are we going? I've got Jeff Whaling coming in with the National Hemp Association. 
Um, I've gotten for learning about what some of the other states are doing. We've got navigating the challenges and landscape of state federal regulations. And uh, mm -hmm. we've got uh, Brian Kuntz with the state of Colorado hemp program coming in to, to help the state of Florida learn. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's great to learn and, and to copy perhaps mm -hmm. uh, I think what they say, one of the big swarms of flattery is copying what other someone else might be doing. So, we want to we sure. want to hear what Brian has to say. What's going on in Colorado? We also want to hear. We've got uh, Jerry uh, Turney coming in from uh, Cornell University to hear what's going on in the Northeast. And then, uh, you know, we move into some discussions about what's going on um, with Delta Eight, Delta Ten. Where's the state thought, thought process on that? Um, so we have the Department of Agriculture um, cheerleading a, a discussion on that. We'll then get into um, hemp research, what's being done uh, here in the state of Florida. We have the University of Florida through their IFAS program doing research uh, in terms of, uh, you know, what's what's going on in terms of uh, strains of hemp, what works here in the state of Florida under a humid climate, uh, what are some of the pilot projects. I've got some pilot test plots uh, around the state, and so mm -hmm. we'll learn about what's going on there. And then finally in the afternoon on, on Saturday, we're going to be talking about industrial hemp farming, processing, and market development. This is kind of like, you know, our, our prior conversation just a few minutes ago. But uh, yeah. what do we need from processing? Um, kind of some lessons learned. I've got um, Melissa Nelson Baldwin coming in from South Bend Industrial Hemp to talk mm -hmm. about, you know, their lessons learned in processing. And then we're going to be discussing about industrial hemp textiles, uh, the development of industrial hemp fabric and products. Mm -hmm. and, and then finally, the last part of that is um, it gets into the business side of it, and that's uh, Catherine Zito with uh, Cannabis Business Solutions is going to be talking about marketing, um, mm -hmm. whether that be on the cannabinoid side or industrial hemp business. You know, the tips to receive, um, you know, how do you market, how do you <clears throat> get involved with credit card processing, e-commerce, that whole aspect of it uh, mm -hmm. in, in business development. And then we wrap it up Sunday. We've got two sessions. Uh, Sunday we'll end up around noon and wrap it up, but we're going to be reviewing uh, hemp farming challenges and auxiliary opportunities. Um, got some great presentations there, um, you know, talking about industrial hemp, uh, talking about bioremediation projects where, you know, with my background being in the remediation solid waste side, um, you know, we recognize the plant itself has some uh, fantastic bioaccumulation uh, attributes to it. So we're talking about mm -hmm. how industrial hemp might be able to use, to, you know, to clean up contaminated sites. Right. Um, and then the last session is, is solely on the business of hemp. So talking mm -hmm. about selling hemp products on Amazon, uh, introduction of hemp and accounting. Uh, so mm -hmm. you know, what, you, what uh, the business owner needs to have an understanding of when, when dealing with the accounting aspect of their business, uh, because hemp does raise some issues uh, for some of the banking institutions and IRS. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And then lastly, what's needed to grow hemp here in the state of Florida and um, how you can grow your business. So how that cool. kind of wraps it up in a nutshell. We will have, you know, networking sessions. Um, it's not a huge show like some of these other events that take place in, in uh, Las Vegas. This is a, a mm-hmm. more uh, structured um, yeah you know, focus business development side. So normally we have two to 300 people with, you know, maybe 30 exhibitors right around there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if someone wants to be an exhibitor or a, a guest at the show, what's the best way to register or how can they find you? Well, they, the best thing to do would be pull up the website, which is floridahempconference.org, all spelled out. So floridahempconference.org. And that'll awesome. take you to the landing page, and then we've got separate tabs for, you know, the agenda, registration, exhibit, that sort of thing. How cool. Well, I'm really thankful you're doing this, and I know the people that are attending are, are going to get some really great value out of it. And to kind of wrap up today's show, do you have any advice for other hemp entrepreneurs or any last words that you'd like to impart on our listeners? Stay at it. Uh, stay focused. Um, it is it is such a rewarding industry once you get involved in it. Um, the people are fantastic. I have met so many people across different levels of economic and socio you know backgrounds. They are just just wonderful. I absolutely mm-hmm. love this industry. That's awesome. I agree. It's been over eighteen years when I got the the hemp bug and. Uh, just knew my mission and purpose the moment I discovered that this could be a, a food and, and a, a resource for our homes and clothing. And that's when I put all my chips in. So it's, it's an honor to meet people like yourself that are supporting this industry and providing really tremendous value. So thank you so much, Gene, and really look forward to attending one of these events, if not this year, very soon, and, and hopefully collaborating with you on, on some future projects. Absolutely, Tyler, and and let me say thank you for what it is that you do because you know all too well that education is so important in this industry, and and, um, thank God we have folks like you that are out there doing what you're doing. My pleasure. I appreciate it. You know, you don't uh, work a day in your life when you love what you do, and that's certainly the case, I think, for both of us. So thank you again, and thanks, listeners, for tuning in to another episode of Hemp Aware Radio. Look forward to seeing you on the next show. And if you have any ideas for what you want us to cover, you can always send your ideas to support at hempaware.com or check out just on the website, hempaware.com, and reach out to us if you have any marketing needs or branding needs for your company. You want to find your ideal customers or revamp your website or develop a new product. We'd love to talk to you and help make it hempin'. Thanks so much for tuning in again. And thanks again, Gene. See you, everyone. Thank you.